This week's episode is brought to you by ThatKevinSmithClub.com. That's right, man. If you can't get enough of the sound of my voice, then you could surf on over to ThatKevinSmithClub.com, join up, watch Wake and Bake five days a week, listen to Plus One, so much more. ThatKevinSmithClub.com. What are you waiting for? Join the club. Mike, we are live. Good morning. We're here at the Secret Stash, Christian. Another beautiful, wonderful episode of Live from the Secret Stash. I am Christian Cordes, joined always by Michael Zapsick. And the lovely Julia Zapsick. So, uh, hey, folks, how we doing? How you doing, man? How you doing today? We are doing fabuloso. You feel so, like talking nerdy to me today? Let's talk nerdy, Christian. All right, so what's first on the docket? Let's you tell see. me. All right, let's see. Uh, I keep I keep pulling up old notes. By <laughs> I know. Sorry, people. Stop All right. Okay. So. We do have notes. Here we go. Here are our notes. Actually, we didn't have anything. I we unfortunately ended up doing a lot of talking as we were setting up. So yeah. we're done, guys. We've had our. All right. So see you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks see you for tuning. It's a five minute show yeah, today. Later. Not even. We completely we completely botched the yeah. first rule of podcasting, which is save it. Save it for the podcast. Exactly. That's yeah. A lot of fun. Well, tell you what. Why don't we start with? Uh, actually, we can start with comics college if you like. I'd like to. Why don't we do that? So, Mike, uh, last week for all those who remember, gave me. Giant size X Men in a wonderful, wonderfully the, the Marvel book. Master Works. Yes, I gave you uh, it's the beginning of the new X Men, the new International X Men, which uh, actually comes with some backstory. Mm-hmm. And you would ask me about that. I uh, did. You, you asked why is, you know, why are there, you know, f- I think it's f- five or six editions of the Marty yes. Ma- Mighty Marvel Masterworks of uh, the original X Men. And then there's a like a gap, and it's a three year gap, almost three years um, between X Men number sixty seven and X Men ninety three. Because as you all know, and I'm telling you right now, here's uh, giant size X Men was the first appearance of the all new, all different X Men: Storm, um, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Sunfire, Wolverine, Banshee. Uh, Thunderbird. Well, Wolverine and, in in more action because I because even in the in the book it's like hey I heard I saw your battle with Hulk yes and then they, they it's the like little the little note, editor's yes. note to go find the comic book which I, I love I, I miss the editor's notes because they told you where to go they don't I, do that no more they don't do I've not seen an editor's note in forever Marvel DC I know get your butts in gear it's come a, on but, bring back editor's like, notes but it's like thought balloons as well because uh you see them in the the, the caption the dialogue box yeah where so it's th- like they're they're brooding and they're like this doesn't it, and it feels like a film noir but oh big time back in the day we had we had thought balloons so it's like wow I wonder if Lois really likes me or she she's in love with Superman. I can't believe didn't Kevin tell him to ditch the um the droid and get a, yeah, I know. an Apple phone yeah I know um, yeah. Yes, because I could up? do that in a week. What's All right, you, you can do that in a week. It's easy. Yeah. What's up with that? Leave me um, alone. Oh Jesus. Uh, so <laughs> I came down from the big man. Um, so back in the day, the X Men were th- four white guys, a white girl, and a bald white guy in a wheelchair who taught those 
four white guys and one white girl. And that that was the extent of um, I mean, it, it's it's a product of its day. Mm -hmm. And it was an exclusive school, Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. And it was a very exclusive school because there were only five students, which is really weird when you think about it. But uh, that was that was the super exclusive. Exactly. That was the um, that was the hook. They were they were teenagers. They were like you and me. They were mutants. So they, by accident or birth, they had powers, um, which set them apart from Spider Man, who got bitten by a radioactive spider, um, and the Fantastic Four, who took a joyride in a rocket ship and got powers. You know, <laughs> or you know Bruce Banner, who stood in front of a, a gamma bomb and got powers instead of you know just lesions all over his body, or or you know blown up himself yeah so uh these are they're they're hated and feared by mankind <laughs> because of their powers whereas the fantastic four are loved and embraced by mankind because of their powers which I, it, it, that that always boggled my mind it's like mutants why why call yourself a mutant then yeah. if if it's going to be like that much of a problem fantastic say, four are just space mutants <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. They're, they're, well, they're yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they got there. There's their mutant gene was brought on because of something that happened in space. Exactly, and that's so, the whole thing. So it, it's it, it never made any sense to me. So, um, so there are these people who are feared and hated by uh, human humanity, and yet they still use their powers in service of humanity. That's mm -hmm. Charles Xavier's dream. Whereas they introduce us in the first issue to Magneto, who's, you know, gathers his own team of X-Men, if you will, the, you know, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, which I think is a stupid name. Never The put Brotherhood of Evil, evil. Mutants. Evil, yes. Why, why throw evil in your name? Why limit yourself? That's yeah. like, you know, we're the, the uh, I, I don't know, the... I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I hear the complaint. It's, it's really it's, stupid. Yeah, it's you're limiting it, yourself. It's I like mean, having a sign that says "Evil Fortress" this way. Right, exactly. <laughs> you're, and with a big neon arrow. Yeah. Don't do it. Just <laughs> you know, don't advertise it. Or if you're the Brotherhood of Mutants, be just, a Brotherhood just, of Mutants, and you know, humanity sucks. We're about to take over. You don't have to. That's not necessarily evil. So mm -hmm. I mean, it's I, I've never understood like. Who I'm evil, you know. People wring their hands and twirl their mustaches. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's stupid. So, it, um, yeah, I when you when you pronounce yourself as evil, I I automatically assume you are the least evil person that I'm going to be seeing in this book. But I I really enjoyed Giant Size X Men. Well, I loved all those character introductions. The yes. best the best evil are people like Thanos, right? Because Thanos truly believed. Oh yeah, that no. he was well, yeah. that he was well, the, doing the right thing. That's oh, also you know? that's the deal exactly. with Magneto. Like yeah, that's, that's 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 why. He, no, well, but he's calling himself evil <laughs> now. Doom Fair. Doom is like Richards is is a bitch punk. You know, Reed Richards. <laughs> Mike just called out Reed Richards, <laughs> world star. I, I said Doctor Doom. Second, Although you think he's in the back now? You know, <laughs> Doom, Doom called Richards a, a bitch punk, and you know, you know, that's awesome. And it's but it's true. Yeah. And and I there is no lie. There's a tweet out there that's making the rounds, and somebody actually went through all of their what ifs, and they're like, you know. In all the what ifs and all the the multitude of the multiverse, 
there is. There's one planet with utopia. There's one Earth that has utopian future, past, present, future that is, you know, um, humanity has risen up and, you know, we, we are just fucking awesome. <laughs> and that's the one in which Dr. Doom took over. And I'm like, that, that tracks. That's about right. That's about that's, right. Yeah, that's, you know, Doom, Doom only had one thing for his subjects in Latveria, and that's that Doom commands you be happy. It's like, <laughs> dude, that's, oh, okay. that's all right. I can do that. Sure, I'm, I'm happy. It's a small world yeah, after it's, all. It's, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, and just keep singing, motherfucker, because that's what <laughs> Doom wants. So Be uh, happy. Yes. And don't worry. And if you look at yeah, thank you. Uh, if you look at um, Latveria, it's very Disney-esque. It's very Epcot. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And, you know, there's there's no unemployment. There's no drug addiction because, <laughs> yeah, you know, Hey, I admit to myself, to another human being that, you know, the exact nature of my wrongs, if Doom's there, I'm fucked because he's disintegrating me. So did did you ever watch Avatar The Last Airbender, the show? No. This is a reference for those out there. There's no war in Ba Sing Se. Oh, my God. No, but I hear hear you when it comes to that utopian environment for that world. Okay. I can dig it. I, but in terms of this book, though. I so I didn't know that there was like an original lineup of X Men. Like I had a fu- like an idea, but right. I didn't know that like Wolverine, Storm, and all of them kind of came in later. No, they came in later. And um, ninety four issues Kurt, later. And Kurt Wagner. Kurt Wagner. Yes. Came in. Nightcrawler. His introduction is probably my favorite. He, where yeah. he's just like, "You want to see me?" Just jumps right yeah. into the crowd. That's I, exactly. I, <laughs> he did a little crowd diving. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh. But uh, for between uh. Issue sixty-seven and ninety-three, mm-hmm. it was all reprints. They, they reprinted. They went back to twelve and thirteen and reprinted all of the original X-Men, which is a, a strange business model back in the day. Um, but you have to understand there there was there was logic behind it. They Marvel had um, an agreement with the, their printers that was owned by DC Comics, National Periodicals. Oh. They owned, um, and they had to print a certain number or they couldn't print at all. Hmm. So um, X-Men, it was printed and like 99% of these came back. You know, so it's really tough to find. Came those. back because people were came like, they why did stripped. you? Oh, okay. No, they got stripped and they're like, you know, no one bought them off the rack, but they kept printing them. In today's day and age, they get canceled if, you know, they drop down like by five. You know, we've got a print run of 10,000 and we only sold 9,995. Cancel it. It sounds like to me, Marvel kind of flip-flops between two extreme. It's either like, oh, we'll just reprint all the back issues. All right, nah, that didn't work. Let's cancel it if it goes like under a certain number. Well, they needed to, they were going to bring, uh, they were going to bring another comic book out. Okay. So uh, they were going to try something else. And that's when Marvel started to get more and more in the printing. Um, And I think something broke DC's hold on the printing because it was uh, all printed uh, in Detroit or up in Connecticut. I forget where, but Mm -hmm. it was really actually kind of cool to see the printing you know, press go go on. Uh, Charlton Comics never had that problem because they own their own printing 
Uh, if you own your if you own your own press, you're you're yes. you're ahead of the curve, right? And uh, that's what Marvel eventually ended up doing. They're like, "Screw you, DC!" You know, once they had enough money to yeah. do that, and that's when they they broke the stranglehold, and and that's when um, Marvel started to go like great guns. Okay, and this is after Giant Size X Men because Giant Size was like all over the place in 74, 75. Spider-Man got five giant sizes. Uh, the Avengers had four. Even the Defenders had three. Oh, wow. Uh, Luke Cage had two. And, uh, and who had one? X- X-Men had two. <laughs> okay. X-Men did have two. But the other one was, they, which boggles my mind, but they reprinted Neil Adams, the Neil Adams, um, a couple of the... Uh, Stories that he had done, he and Roy Thomas. Speaking of which, someone has just pointed out in the comments uh, that I believe it's his birthday today, Neil Adams. Oh, happy birthday, so Neil happy Adams. birthday, good Neil. for you, Neil. So thank you for pointing that out, Dante. Um, I just wanted to, uh, by the way, just to let you know, we have a full class this morning. We have uh, just give it a shout. Oh, out we good to take a roll. Yes, Edward. We have Johnny Dante. We have Ryan. We have Jill, Beth. Uh, hello, all the homies everybody. are here. All the homies. That's right. Um, Danielle has joined us and we hello everybody Damien Chrissy Joseph and Johnny Aaron. thank you so much for yeah, coming absolutely. down and buying some stuff from the guy in the middle Amy love it <laughs> good morning <laughs> thank everybody good thank morning. you for uh thanks for joining yeah in. it's always wonderful to absolutely. see you uh for anyone who's joining late we're explaining why uh between issue 67 and 93 the x-men were just reprints because they were about to be canceled and for three years they went they, they did just that. reprinting, just reprinting. And they're about, to they were like, there, there's something in this line. And, the, yes. and they, and they were right on the money. <laughs> but, uh, I, this is so true. Um, you always have to go through the dawn or the darkness to get to the, the dawn. Yeah. So they had to go through a very bad period to get to that point. Fun fact. That's why my dad's name was PM Dawn. I love it. <laughs> I love that. That is fantastic. <laughs> Oh um, man. Um, but yeah, I, I adored that book, but I was, it, it was so funny. Cause especially in the first two chapters, I was reading it and I was like giant size X-Men. I was like, this should just be called giant size cojones because what Xavier has to end up doing in those first two books, like when he approaches storm. Oh my God. Yeah. And he's like, you're not a God. <laughs> but yeah. I was like, yo, chill. Like I, I was just, I was worried for him for a minute, but she was like, I sense the sincerity in your eyes, Yeah, but, <laughs> but still I'm like, you're going up to what you hope isn't a God and right. telling her that, Hey, you're actually a mutant and well, we need you. Yeah. He, I mean, he knows, but yeah. it's also this, she can throw is just like Samuel Jackson, you know, throw a lightning bolt up your ass. Zeus, <laughs> she, she can do that. She can actually give him a, um, uh, an electrical enema enema. Uh, so which oh, is like oh ballsy. My God, yeah, no, it's um, true. Now Nightcrawler is—he just looks like a vampire. Uh, yeah, and even going up to Wolverine and Wolverine, who's absolutely psychotic in the the beginning of the X Men, mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah, so. I also um, <laughs> where where they find him. I also found very funny because I was just like, because I remember all the the movies and the lore for Wolverine where it was like he went through all these awful experiments and all this stuff. And then in the book, it's just like, I need you, Wolverine. All right, I'm out. Here's my resignation. (laughs) Well, he was was, was part of the Canadian Secret Service. Yeah. And um, yeah, he was part of the Canadian Secret Service. And he, he cut ties. Did you notice that? 
He's like, I'm cutting ties with you guys. And he actually cuts a guy's tie. Yeah. So, no, yeah. <laughs> that's literally like one of my my favorite. Yeah. yeah no, it's, that was one of my favorite yeah, moments. Very, very I on like, the nose. I'm like, holy crap. But OK. If there's moments I want to see in live action, as silly as they would be, it's it's that one. Him cutting somebody's tie. Yeah. Just so, no, just my resignation. Yeah. And I didn't know that they didn't have anything planned for that. Uh, I mean, they had sort of like sketched out the the outer part of Wolverine. Like there was no there was no deep dive. Not because yet. they had said that his gloves um held those um the the claws. Mm. The claws weren't a part of him. The pars claws were part of the costume. He was just a strong he was just angry a, dude. Strong angry dude with animal senses and um Canadian. Yeah, Canadian. Canadian. Which is weird because most of the Canadians, most of the Canadians, Canadian brothers and sisters. Most of the Canadians I've met have been very polite, unlike (laughs) Wolverine, who's a ball busting. Well, there has to be the foil, right? So that you can recognize the good. There has to be the, you know, light. It has to be the dark. So he's the darker. Yeah. Because everybody else is very innocent. Uh, Even Storm, Storm, who was, uh, you know, a goddess, she had a very simple life. Yeah. Her introduction was actually, it was pretty bad. Yeah. I loved, I loved this quote. This was well, not quote. I, at least one of the first couple of pages. At least from uh, from Kurt. At least from Nightcrawler. If, at least if I die, it will be as a man. Ironically, <laughs> as the astonishing leap alone lends doubt to Kurt Wagner's human. That sucks. I mean, no. The, so the dude can jump. So what? He could jump. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed this book. And I'm yeah. I'm going to I'm going to keep going with the other I, issues. You better cuz we're going to keep going with so it. So, here was the other thing that I told you before the show. So, it turns out that my mom has a copy of the follow-up book and I was so confused cuz I was like, "Wait, I need this copy for work. Where is my? Oh, that's yours. Oh, gotcha. Literally the next one. Fantastic. That's so, great cuz then you're going to be introduced to the Phoenix. No. Spoilers, folks. I mean, I'm spoiling a 40-year-old thing, but it's all right. You're mine. Bill, you're my number one fan. That is Austin. Bill McCaslin is Christian's number one fan. You heard it here first, folks. And anything after, sorry, Bill's got claim. And yes, um, Desiderio. I I love that name, Desiderio. Oh, yeah. Desiderio Rojas. (laughs) Uh, Sabretooth Um, is also, he's a Canuck with attitude. That's pretty much right. Um, so in in this line of X-Men now, because this establishes the new lineup, at least for this era. Right. So moving forward. And, and this is kind of the more known version of the X-Men. This is, yes. Do you think that there's a reason that they went with this crew instead of the prior? Because of yeah, because the their, prior didn't work. Oh, just because they, they didn't work? Because they were sort of canceled after 66 issues. They stopped printing them and they... Uh, they popped up sporadically. They went on hiatus. Well, yeah, and they popped up sporadically in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Avengers used them once. Captain America used them twice. Uh, and that was pretty much it. And I think they were in Marvel uh, Marvel Team-Up, number four, if I'm not mistaken. But you never saw them. It, it was like, oh, crap. All right, well, these guys are hanging out. I think, And they were in, uh, I think Iceman was in an issue of Spider-Man. Now, was this the kick in the pants that kind of revamped the X-Men line? Like, did it? Like, I know you told me before. It absolutely did. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, because there was you would not have new mutants now if it weren't for giant size X-Men. You wouldn't have X-Force. You wouldn't have uh, the X-Factor, all the billions of X titles that are out there now. Uh, Krakoa was the first 
uh, mutant that they went up against the new X-Men yeah. in giant size. And now Krakoa is, they're, they're living on their old foe. They're like fleas just infesting him, which is kind of creepy when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. I hope that Krakoa as a concept is introduced into the MCU because that is- It already out. is. It is? Yes. In the new X-Men, in, in our right now X-Men, uh, that Krakoa is their mutant sanctuary. It's just no, no, safe no. pulled. In the M- I'm talking about the MCU. Oh, in the MCU. Yeah, gotcha. no, oh, I, oh, I was like, I, I'm talking with the movies. Like, that would make an insane reveal somehow but that I, would be fucked up can you imagine you're you're like that exactly that would shift people's uh comprehension of, of stuff that they're like oh my god the native americans were right we should treat the land well and boy am I, I, this been, land is not your land yeah, seriously oh, oh shit oh i got it i'm on it um guys mm. so just delivery just to, i know um thank you so much I'm going to go look at that. He's fine. Excellent. Um, just letting you know, we're doing a time check. It's 10 o'clock. We have David Crownson coming on in a little bit. Okay. But I don't know if you want to get to picks of the week. And I know you guys are really dying to right, talk cool. about this. Oh, my God. Yes, oh, we do. yes. So I'm going to do a really quick. Uh, we're going to we're gonna do, do the picks comics. of the week. Yeah, five comics of the week. Let's Every do it. week, I pick out five comics that are going to be the uh, that, that are already like our top sellers. So um, and actually really good as well. So uh, DC Pride, Tim Drake special. Um, here we have uh, Robin, Tim Drake, Red Robin, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call him. He's um, he's a pretty damn good detective. So uh, we open up on Tim, who is trying to find, um, there's, there's a bunch of kidnappings uh, of teenagers in Gotham City. Tim wants to find out why. And in, uh, in doing so, he has to... Um, use his big brain to dig deep inside of, uh, what do they call it? Um, uh, the stream that is Tim. <laughs> I have no idea, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lost on that. Yeah, there you go. But, <laughs> yeah, me too. But, uh, I forget it. Um, uh, but Tim has to actually confront his own, uh, inner demons. No, no, his own sexuality. I mean, oh, in the oh, book. Oh, this in the is, book. Yeah. This is his coming out book. This is no, he already came out, but this is, uh, his book for, like embracing those feelings and you like getting oh, in touch okay. with them. So, oh, that's perfect for Pride. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Which is, yes, DC Pride. And um, all right, well, straight on next. the heels of this is uh, Superman, son of Kal El, ah. which is I, I love this book. I love Jonathan Kent as Superman. I think that he is a really kick-ass successor to Kal El. So um, here we have him going up against, and he teams up with. You know, um, a lot of the superheroes in the more uh, the DC universe. Ooh. So uh, he he, I'm not going to say trades on his friendship, but he's more linked, and his father's pretty damn linked up to, to all the heroes in the DC. I'd know? say so. He's uh, Superman. <laughs> well, former Jonathan, even more, and uh, he calls in a couple favors, and he's going up against. There's an island of it's called Gamora. Um, run by Henry Bendix. Uh, anyone who ever read Warren Ellis's Stormwatch is familiar with that name. Uh, Henry Bendix is a douchebag. Um, what what yeah. hero mantle would you be the most intimidated to take up? Like if, if like somehow the, the it had happened. Of the, bat, the mantle of the bat would be pretty intimidating, uh, mainly because you don't get the powers that go with it. If you were going to 
like Superman would probably be the easiest yeah. in terms of like adjusting. Well, you're like, I've got all this power and it's really cool, but uh, adjusting wouldn't be my first thing. I'd be like, how do I do this and not, you know, not get corrupted, up. not get <laughs> corrupted. And yeah. And what are my limitations? So I think that everyone has every one of these mantles has like their um, learning curve. Yeah. Let me know in the comments, people. I'm curious about your answer. Which hero mantle would you be the most intimidated? Yeah, to I, pick I'd have up? To, I would answer Batman for yeah. me. I or would, Batman or Captain America. Those two. Yeah, you want to know a crazy answer? I mean, your two are obvious, but mine honestly would probably be Green Lantern. Because really? cause think about it. I'm a normie on Earth. At this point, I know superheroes exist, but okay. if aliens are are foreign and new to me, being a Green Lantern then unlocks a whole universe of new ideas and stuff that i had never even known existed but if superheroes existed on earth you many of our superheroes are aliens that's true so you've yeah. got you've got superman who looks just like us you got hawkman there are you know there are other there was a green lantern who brought his buddies to earth mm -hmm. so and a lot of them were aliens and you're like wow they're kind of ugly <laughs> so, you know then you'd have to deal with that so but yeah that was mine all right what's the next comic all right speaking of mantles uh captain america oh sentinel of liberty oh what a cover this is a great cover uh it's got a whole bunch of stuff in here um and this is it's uh cap teaming up with bucky and he goes through pretty much his entire um history in the first couple pages and oh, okay. uh, he's moving into a new place just a refresher yes okay and uh then you find out that his shield isn't exactly what it's meant to be I can't go into more specifics than that, but uh, it's actually pretty dope. What are the words made out of on the, uh, on the cover? All, yeah, the entire cover is made up of words like Steve Rogers, Sentinel of Liberty, Bucky Barnes, Avenger, The Falcon, oh, Sharon Rogers. Okay. Um, or Sharon Rogers. Sharon, uh, Carter. Sharon Carter. Thank you. Uh, Joe, si Joe Simon, Jack Kirby, The Acrobat, um, Mr. Hyde. It's got a whole bunch of people in here. Who uh, Mark Wade? Yeah, you got all these people who wrote, you know, wrote, wow. penciled it. That's so, awesome. Yeah, dude. it is pretty That's cool. A wonderful cover. All right, what we got next? This one speaks for itself. What if Miles Morales became Thor? Yo, what? Yeah, what if Miles Morales <laughs> became Thor? So the what ifs have been really cool. What if um, he be uh, Miles Morales became Captain America? What if he became Wolverine? What if he became uh, the Hulk? And now, what if he becomes Thor? Now, the next one, and I'm not going to, I can't spoil it for you. I, I could, but I'm not going to. Um, it's going to be pretty badass. So I hold on. You need to show off that cover because this is a really that cover character. is dope. Uh, it not only does it have Miles as Thor, but I love how it turns from the Brooklyn Bridge to the Bifrost. Yep. That's amazing. Oh, wait a minute. That's weird. I thought that was for Pride Month. I'm kidding. I. <laughs> And if it was, so what? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Who gives a shit? All um, right. And from Boom Studios, this is, uh, and this is weird because I've been spotlighting a lot of, um, well, not just boom. I mean, oh, indies. by the way, Mark Lamb wants to know the what the what ifs are one offs, right? I mean, yes. it's a series of what if it is books, but, but number five is a stands alone. Number five mm -hmm. is a culmination of all of them. Yeah. Ah. I didn't want to give that away, but thank you, Mark. Making me give it away. Uh, Alice Ever After. ruins the whole thing. Exactly. Uh, this is um, Alice Through the Looking Glass. This is real world now. 
and juxtaposed with um, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. And it's pretty badass. I'm going to show you one thing. I'm not going to show this to everybody. Whoa. I know. Okay. Just a little messed up. It's just really a, messed just up. Just a bit. Yeah. I but think I think you should yeah. pick this up. It's a, uh, I don't know how many issue series, but uh, Dan Panosian's been doing it, and he's a great writer. So I always liked him. Sweet. I know. That's great. Yeah, I know you're not a big fan of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you but know still. what? It's funny because that's one of the things we kind of uh, talked about, even though we probably should have kept it for the podcast. Um, and I guess we can kind of go into that because we're done with our what top five, right? So, yes, yeah. we are. So go that's to your top local five. comic book store, pick up these books, read them. If you're local to the stash and where your store, come in. Talk to us about it. Let us know what you think of the books. Um, yeah, no, we were talking about uh, what new series we were watching and following. And I was just saying, you know, for instance, The Boys, which from what I hear and see people talking about is done, you know, spectacular, has attracted a lot of attention, lots of really rabid fans, super happy for the writers and everyone working on the show and the actors. It's not something that I enjoy because it's it's there's a lot of things about it that are very triggering it's hyper violent it's hyper violent and hypersexual and that's just like i go to the world of comics and as fantasy an escape to escape from the real world like i like i'm okay like i i know what the real world's about yeah. <laughs> from a very early age i was introduced to the real world um uh with all the gloves off so i'm like that's not what i'm looking for like i'm not looking for like so when you when you see heroes in such a skewed light it's very much like oh come on that's 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 I my just, happy place yeah and you're turning just, it in real gory yeah 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 and I <laughs> that's mean, fair yeah i totally and i totally get like the whole you know every human being's got a light and a dark side I respect that storyline just yeah it's just not it's just not my thing it's just not my thing you know, I'm, I'm definitely looking like when I got back into comics and I got back into comics with the X-Men during grad school. Um, I, that's exactly what I was looking for. Like I had gotten a, a real big dose of, you know, this is the real world. And I'm like, oh, fuck this shit. I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to spiral out of control into like this depression if this is the real world. And I saw the X-Men cartoon show actually one morning mm -hmm. um, as I was uh, 95. up. And uh, and then got back into the comics and that and that's what and, and back then that's what I was looking for. Good versus evil. Good wins. You know, good gets beat up a little bit. But, you know, but in the end, you know, everything works out. OK, yeah. like that's me. <laughs> no, simple, I, I, hey, listen, like, you know what? If you're going to be you a know, brotherhood like, of mutants, you might as well throw the word evil in there. So, <laughs> yeah, why the hell not? No, trust me, I do. I do get yeah. it. My mom is kind of that person, too, to an extent. But I. I personally like see, well, I mean, I, with the boys in particular, I love the flip on how they, how they portray a comic book world. Yeah. It's gory and hyper, hyper violent, mm -hmm. but like beyond that, it is great storytelling. So yeah. I totally like, get that. and, I and it is, that. and it yeah. is a great show. I've enjoyed it thoroughly so far. And if it's not your thing, it's okay. And I'm going to put this out there. The show is better than the comic book. Really? It's better than the source material. Yes. And and that's You're not giving that much credit to Seth Rogen? I am. Actually, oddly <laughs> enough, I am because uh because Seth Rogen completely fucked up Preacher for me. So which, you know, I uh Brian Quinn of the Impractical Jokers is a huge fan of Preacher, but I couldn't get past season one. And I, I tried Preacher. I tried. I tried to watch Preacher and I was like, oh crap. And I made it to to episode like four or five. And I'm like, this is not my preacher. 
I mean, if you're gonna you're gonna take from the source material, take from the goddamn source material. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it was just really, really tough for me to get through. But this, uh, I I stopped watching because um, I spent every waking moment with this lady and love you. And I will no, not you subject you to that. Listen, listen. Yeah, all right. Then I'm taking the, I'm taking my hour uh, one of a the week. Good things, right? Like we look at the world and we're like, oh, sometimes it's hard to look, right? But one of the great things about the world we live in now is that. We have all these wonderful things, all this technology, all these mediums, and it allows people to tell stories, you know, even even if we're looking at the same story from a million different perspectives and viewpoints. And some of them are, you know, cotton candy and and, and fireworks, and some of them are, you know, um, the Balrog, you know, and Gandalf, you know, facing it off on the, you know, so it's a good time to be alive because mm-hmm. whatever you're, whatever you need, however you need to hear the story, mm-hmm. someone is telling it. In yeah. a version that appeals to you, and I do love that. I'm just, I'm just saying. I think we could all. I don't think you give need, each other the grace to yeah. like. No, that be was. Able to be like you didn't need to choices. do that. I'm. That was I'm well put. Saying, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I was like, damn, yeah. that, that's great. But, you, uh, but you're, you're apologizing for something. That you, here, well, yeah, you're you're apologizing for something that you had nothing to apologize for. I'm like, I have no idea why well, you're. I always like. I think I want to support like every single storyteller and every single story no, out there. I mean, you can't. I do believe it's important, even though I don't like, can't personally consume it happily. So, so you, you, know? su- yeah. you, you, you support and love the idea that a show like the boys could even absolutely. exist. Absolutely. Oh, hell which yeah. is, which, absolutely. which, which, yeah, uh, that I, absolutely. I support the, the concept of preacher being a TV show. Yeah. Just not my preacher. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Hashtag not my preacher. Example. We were on, like, we were doing a little Twitter back and forth the other night. Like, Ms. Marvel, everybody who saw the premiere, I saw the premiere, Michael saw the premiere. Did you see the premiere? I did not, but you guys can spoil okay. it. I, I'm not really. So, I'm not going to really I'm, spoil it. We're not going to spoil it, but, it, but uh, it's, but except to say that it is a, ve- it is a wonderfully, um, it, you know, if, if the first episode's any indication, it's a wonderfully conceived, um, portrayed, written, acted, um, coming of age tale a la like Hughes Jersey represent think of Hughes think of the Hughes no you're right right. Jersey represent (laughs) there's some brilliant ways that they work in the show if you haven't seen it you really owe it to yourself to sit down and see even if like for me it's not your thing and we were kind of going back and forth it's like you respect the story and you respect the work even though like coming of age flicks you know this the the you know the teens with the ennui and oh my gosh you know and I, honey just, think about our my, that that's not my think about our audience thing. do not use the word ennui because they're they're gonna think you something our audience more. is stupid oh no, my god of course is, you are no I'm no, no. no. Okay. They, they, they know Google that shit our audience they're them big book learners I know they know they you know what ennui they're subscribed to Comic College they support higher forms of education are they all paid up in their tuition because if not. I say we start, start listen, canceling listen, some. Don't scare them. I can guarantee you that a Claremont run of X Men has the word "unwe" in it at some point. Oh, I know it does. I, I which guarantee is, that it which does. Which is why so I'm all like, of our fans watch out. Already had to look it up once, so, so they're all, so they all know. No, they is, they just right? skip over. Like I don't need to know that stupid ass <laughs> word. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yes, and and that's awesome. And that's <laughs> Julia's word of the week. Unwe. Yes. <laughs> <Sorry>. um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, actually, and I happen to love 
uh, you do John Hughes yeah, you movies. Do. I he could watch what was it? Fifteen candles. Yes, 15, 15 candles. That's all right, honey. Because I Breakfast Club. I called it ten mile. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could watch it all day long. I could. Weird science. <laughs> yeah, one of my me, favorite me, movies. Me, I'm like motherfucker. Go get a job. Shut the fuck up. Stop whining. You know, go get a job. That's you know. fair. And I'm like, I have a job. What the hell? <laughs> you know who has the exact same feeling about coming of age movies he just posted about it on twitter uh, that's dr I, josh roush i wasn't gonna josh Rouse, but you know josh like, posted like, the same thing and i, I was, was like, like thank you for someone besides me saying it because like i wanted to be the one to say it i'm like don't be that person but i'm like if josh is that person i can be that person too. yeah so no that's thank you for giving me the i get it to be that and person, josh. that's that's perfectly fine <laughs> the prequel 15 candles. 15 candles yeah. <laughs> That'll work. You can you can go all the way back, buddy. Oh, okay. All right. So, all right. guys. So, yeah, it was it was great. It was fantastic. Um, may not be for everybody, um, but no, it was. You guys have to see it. it. It's it's a great show. It is a great show. It does, and it, it speaks to YouTube. so many things. Yes. And they they take some liberties as the. Don't you love the fun? It it, it it's it's fun. It is yeah. so freaking like it's cute but not in a stupid saccharine way like they do things in the show and when you watch it if you haven't already seen it you'll know exactly what i'm talking about like how they go back and forth they phase in and out between like reality and then like the oh, comic of course stuff, yeah comic book stuff yeah and you'll see what i mean and, Ed, and it's really brilliant i'm so sorry edward just posted my favorite comment 15 candles the brunch club goofy <laughs> science pretty in purple great yeah. movie. <laughs> Somewhere in the multiverse, Edward, those are out Somewhere there. Somewhere that's right, a real that's freaking right, thing. That's right. Oh, man. Yeah, you don't want to know which Earth that one is, Edward. Yeah, but no. Um, like, those movies Ed, are some awesome. of my favorites. They're so good. But you know what else is one of my favorites? It's a comic book. It's called uh, Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer. <gasps> there we yeah. go. Um, okay. Wow. We, that's not a ham-fisted segue or anything. No, that's hey, I made it work, <laughs> damn it. That you did very well. Thank you. you. But we have a, we have a right, special honey? guest. In the queue waiting for us. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please welcome to the show Mr. David Crownson. AKA hey guys, how's it going? If <laughs> you're in a car. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. He's making it work. That's a, that's that's what we're doing. That we should call this making it work. That's that's, that's right. our new episode. Making, making it work. Making it work. Making it work. A new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the show, David. How are you today, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm still. I was laughing at, at the 15 candles a prequel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that'll be. That should be in the in the background of bo any books or movies that I'll make moving forward. It'll just be on the poster. Coming soon, fifteen candles. <laughs> how about how about exam day for Ferris Bueller? Who don't who don't already know David? You should get to know him. David Crownson is a is a top notch creator. He is the CEO and founder of Kingwood Comics. And he has created a fantastic series. If you haven't checked it out already, please do Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer. Um, which is going to be Fantastic a live book. action, right, David? Am I correct? Yes, yes, live a, action. Live action. a live action um, by uh, by Disney property, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> she's, she's like, I'm David, leading. I'm going to lead you through this path. I'm just making. We know sure. how litigious listen, Disney is. Listen, listen. We know how quickly things can change in the world of like yeah. fantasy oh my God, and entertainment. Yes. So I'm just making sure that you know we're all still on track. But today. We invited David back. Da David very kindly offered to be the first person 
um, to, you know, in the store to launch, to relaunch our in-store series of events. So he was in a couple of months ago and he had his, he had Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer with him. But at the time he was working on launching his next project, which is also something to keep an eye out for. And your Kickstarter launched, you met your first goal. Tell us a little bit about the project and, uh, and how it's going, David. Uh, yeah, uh, well, it's called uh, Nightmare in Newark, and it's about uh, a woman named Zoe Alvarez, who is, you know, coming out to her family, and she has lots of anxiety about coming out to her family. So in the middle of her, you know, coming out to her family on Thanksgiving, because 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 they never do anything in, like, sci-fi or genre that takes place during Thanksgiving, except for, like, Spider-Man, like this first Sam Raimi one. Um Anywho, in the middle of her coming out to her family, an alien invasion just, like, erupts in her town. So she has to, like, survive this alien invasion and come out to her family. Uh, It's Friday meets Cloverfield, and horror and comedy ensues. I I love everything about that. I I love especially your your dedication to putting some respect on Thanksgiving's name in terms of pop culture. (laughs) Yes, I think we're all forgetting planes, trains, and automobiles. Please, okay, that's fair. All right, right. oh yes, yes, yes. But in comic book form. All right, good enough. Fantastic, David. This This is is important. This is very important, and it's yeah, it's War of the Worlds meets. Meets trains, planes, and automobiles. I love everything yeah. about that. <laughs> I love everything about that, especially the the Newark setting. I, I've I I always I love seeing Jersey represented in media like that. You do. So what was the like? What was the initial like inkling of the idea that you were like, oh, this is something that like I have to pursue, whether or not someone will help me make it happen or I make it happen myself. But like, what for you stood out to you? in that idea that you were like, we're doing this. I don't care how we're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically it was offered. It started out as an offer from like another publisher. Um, and they wanted me and Cortland Ellis, who drew issue one of Harriet to uh, contribute like a story to this horror anthology book. And uh, so I started just kind of thinking of different ideas for different, like kind of a fun short horror thing. And, you know, I came up with this idea. I'm like, oh, what if you had to, like, confess something to your family? And it was something you were, like, really nervous about and stressed out about. Um, And then something crazy scary happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it started from that. And I kind of started working on different scenarios. Like, at one point, it was going to be a guy, um, you know, telling his family that he was dating someone outside of outside of his race or it was someone who was muslim dating someone who was christian and confessing to their family but none of those like the stakes didn't really feel like as high and i think i think i saw it on one of the 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 scenarios where it was a man um dating outside his race and he was going to confess to his family on on thanksgiving and i'm like like this still doesn't feel like "Eh, but I'll, i'll commit to this anyway i'll figure out a way to make this interesting and fun but uh, I created a character where he had uh, a cousin who was gay and she was so much fun to write. And I was like, wait, what if I like swap it and just make it about her um, and just uh, make it about her coming out to her family on Thanksgiving. That that's cool. But uh, what's going to be the scary, you know, thing that's going to happen. Um, so I was still working on this idea and then the, the publishing and the editor, they kind of uh, uh, canceled this anthology book. 
uh, before I could like turn in um, basically like a treatment for this. So I, I had all this work to myself that I've been working on. And in the middle of that, I was living in Harlem, uh, New York at the time. Uh, I had a bed bug outbreak in the building. So oh, like everyone, yo, yeah, it was like this crazy infestation of like bed bugs all over the apartment. Oh, Thankfully, nice. like, yeah, the, the only thing I lost were, 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 were khakis. That's it. Uh, <laughs> and nothing of yeah. value was lost. Yes, no, 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 <laughs> nothing of value. I, I, I think, I think my favorite like khakis that I can wear with any outfit was like lost. <laughs> Uh, was lost in the fire. I feel uh, your pain, buddy. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <hard> come by. <laughs> no, that 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 they're hating your voice, Christian. Oh my god. Girls with everything, but but like for, from that, um, I was like, wait, what if it was like an alien invasion that happened, <laughs> and these and these aliens like looked like bed bug kind of Cloverfield war of the world type of aliens and they're like eating you and stuff like that um so i decided to make it that and at first i was going to have it take place in like new york city um but like everything takes place in new york city and because of this whole bed bug thing i was homeless so i had to like move back home with my family in new jersey um and i was just kind of uh i was just stuck at like newark penn station like because i was like transitioning and i was like oh like Wait, like, why don't I just set this in Newark? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah I'll, I'll just set this in Newark. And, and uh, yeah, so th that's basically <laughs> what led to this. And also, speaking of Newark, the reason why I am in my car is because I just flew back from L.A. Uh, I'm not homeless, everybody. Um, <laughs> like, my flight, my flight, like, got in at, like, 8.30 this morning, so I was like, I'm going to make this. <laughs> I said 10.15, oh, I'm going to make it. Oh, God bless you, David. Well, we appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. Hey, oh, thank you for having me. Appreciate Dante, it. Seriously. I was going to say wanna... thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dante. Thank you for posting the link. David, you want to talk a little about your crowd, your, your Kickstarter? Um, and how we can make sure that uh, everything good happens for Nightmare in Newark. Yeah, so it's it's an eighty page story. Originally, it was like it was gonna be like a thirty. You know, I was gonna do like one issue, uh, then just it's gonna be a seven chapter series. Um, and I just had I had to really flesh out this character and flesh out the whole supporting cast because it's like a a fun, diverse, quirky group of people. Um, well, we know one guy is dating outside of his race, so that's, you know. Yes, and uh, there was, like, a quirky neighbor um, and, like, her her literary agent. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to really just flesh out the characters. It's 80 pages. It's drawn by Brett Parson, who does the Tank Girl books. Uh, and, and he also did uh, the Goon uh, books as well. And Brett Parson oh, awesome. is, like... Yeah, Brett Parson is like just a legend. He's like he's like he's like Archie, but like if Archie uh, was directed by David Fincher, that that's how I describe <laughs> like like Brett Parson's uh, way of doing art because it's like it's like cute quirky characters, but they're always in dark like circumstances. Um, but yeah, like so Brett Parson, he's drawing every single issue. 
and it's 80 pages of his work and like my words and, and story. And it's just a fun, great collaboration. And right now we hit our initial goal and we're trying to hit our stretch goal so we can send uh, you awesome folks uh, with like a pledge of $100 or more, just a whole bunch of uh, coffee mugs, stickers, T-shirts, hoodies. Uh, and we also have a whole bunch of variant covers by Nicholas Draper Ivy, who does the Static Book, and Corlin Ellis, who uh, does Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer and uh, is now doing a whole bunch of like anime, Legend of Korra. Are some of those well. are oh. some of those covers exclusive just for the Kickstarter backers, or is yes. it just like yes. it's going to be something that'll be out there eventually? I know these will only be Kickstarter exclusive. Nicholas Shaper oh. Ivy's cover and uh, Cortland Ellis's cover they are only Kickstarter exclusive. Nice. So, nice, so nice. back us. Yeah. <laughs> this is the yeah. only time you'll get it. This is the only time you'll yeah. get uh, this art. Now, David, before we're going to say goodbye, but I will be contacting you via email immediately after to see if we can get you on the schedule to come. And uh, when it's published, we want to have you uh, back in the store if we can get you. <laughs> if you have to talk I do have one more thing I want to ask him uh, before we head out, though. So. One of the things I really enjoyed about Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer, and this is what I'm really looking forward to in Nightmare Newark, is your books have a very cinematic feel. Because I'm also a filmmaker, so I'm reading it, and I'm like, I can totally see this playing out like as a, as a film, as a show, which is why I'm so excited to hear that Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer is actually going to be becoming a show somewhere. So what mm -hmm. was it like? I mean, it's one thing to see your characters on the page because you created them you drew them out and then it's out there in the world but what was it like to see harriet tubman and demon slayer in live action for the first time where you were like oh my god like my characters are now tangibly real in a, in a way that i was not expecting yeah yeah like the, the craziest thing like you know i was in la to meet prentice and um and just kind of meet that whole entire team and it, and it was just it, it was just surreal and like weird to you know like five six years ago this was like a funny goofy idea in my head that that made that made me uh, feel good and it was just, I was kind of entertaining myself with this idea and, and now it's weird saying like hey like you know I'm in a room with a bunch of people and they're like hey okay this is what it looks like in the comic if we film here in Atlanta. Uh, we can get this look and get it achieve how this looks in the comic and just, you know, talking to wardrobe people. Um, <laughs> and, and they'll ask me all sorts of questions. They're like, why is it like this? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I just thought it, it looked cool. cool. Like, like, it really, but, but like, I, I, <laughs> I always like try to be like, okay, I can't just say like, yeah, it just looked really cool to me. Uh, so that's why I did it. Like I'm trying to like delve deeper than like yeah I'm like you're shit out of luck it, it just looked really cool yeah but that uh, helps so you like, yeah that's like that in, helps you in the long run though yeah that's that's your you putting your foot down it's like I don't care if it makes internal logic sense it's because it looks badass that's why and exactly, like, exactly. fair enough all right good enough but then it yeah, helps you in the long run because then it's like oh I. I I wonder why she, why does she wear that particular style or that piece of gear? And it allows you to delve deeper into maybe future stories that you could even oh, yeah, yeah. down yeah. the line. But yeah, yeah that's I'm, exactly I'm, what ended up happening. Um, I'm, just, I, I'm so hyped for the show though. So like, is there any details out there that you can talk about in terms of like 
where it's at or uh right now it's it's um oh man i I can't talk about who we're like casting for it but but like the the it is you you can if you you just scroll through my instagram you can kind of figure out um it's it's one it's one of my favorite because i've always like do like you know possible casting things but uh that's on my instagram somewhere and uh i think yeah we were talking to different directors Mm -hmm. as well um and I, i know it's going to be on a streaming service that begins that that rhymes with vulu um that, that, that's all that, that's <laughs> no, all i know no idea what that could be there you go no clue but okay yeah it's, it's gonna be on rhymes with with, with with vulu yeah yeah i know i know it's really hard i know i picked something very difficult but uh, yeah, you're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm stumped can you I talk have... about the director nope you and i spoke about the director is it the same person I'm i, I know you don't have to say who it is just is it the same person that we were talking about or or oh no no no, no. The, the, this this is someone different i i will say okay. Okay. prentice penny has worked with this director previously um that that's all i can say that's okay. All gotcha. I can say. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. And it, and that's it, all. It is a black woman. That's all. That, that, that's it. That's it. It's oh, a no, black it's woman. Black, black woman. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh that's my awesome. god! I got it. Oh yeah. Okay. Great. Fantastic. You know, yes, you're right. I do. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, maybe. Not on. I I think I do. Okay. I'll. I can solve that puzzle in three <laughs> notes. I maybe not. Maybe not. But It'll I'm be pretty exciting. But I'm hyped to read this book, man. Absolutely. I I'm. I'm probably I'm gonna go donate to the Kickstarter right now, yeah. just so I can get those variant covers. Oh, no, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm yes, my kids we, really we, need we, to go to college. No, not really. <laughs> we we also have a tier where you can have a cameo in the book as whatever you want, and you can have Brett Parson draw you in, and also have uh, Brett takes head sketches. So if you want like him to draw you as like Wolverine or Wonder Woman, he will do that with uh, That's pretty cool. and, and on top of that you get variant covers, uh, posters, hoodies, um all the goodies. And, and all the goodies with seven hundred dollars or more. <laughs> very nice. Oh, wow. Very nice. All right. David, oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you were able to uh, to get off the plane in time, jump yeah. in your car. Thank you and for sharing your time with us, man. This David, was... roll down your windows. You must be dying in there. It's got to be hot. Oh yeah, like before my my windows were my windows were down, but like I'm parked in like a quick check, and it was just a bunch of like 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 <laughs> like tractor trailer like truck drivers like just yelling and screaming and arguing about coffee for some odd reason. Okay. I'm, I'm New like, Jersey. yeah, it's New Jersey. Like arguing who, which is better, Wawa or Quick Check? I'm like, mm, I can't have that on the podcast. <laughs> oh, now, now we're gonna argue for the next half hour, quick which is better. Though. Everybody on, yeah, uh, don't do it. Quick yes. Check or Quick Wawa? Check or- <laughs> it, it, yes, it's either Wawa or Why Are You Wrong? So, <laughs> wow. Okay. We have we Damn. have Wawa right here. Okay. David, thank you so much. David, you go home thank and get you. some sleep. Okay. I will. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you for having me. Take no care. problem. Take care, boss. <laughs> check out David's quick 
uh, quick Jack. Jack <laughs> David's quick starter. <laughs> yes. His quick starter. Why not? We posted the link in the we comments. We posted the link in the comments. And Christian, can you bring it up for us? Because it's yeah, under no mine or the uh, stashes. Uh, it's a big one. There you go. There we go. Beautiful. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll link it. Yeah, it's we'll linked. Link. Yeah, and I'm telling awesome. you, all those things, very nice little perks, people. Absolutely. Get that book, people. Absolutely. David, take care. Looking you forward too. to anything that you do. Take care. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Thanks, David. <laughs> what an awesome dude. He is oh so fantastic. I you love know how David. mad I was that I wasn't able to make it when he was here? I hope he's here again. He will be. Yeah. We, I mean, if we, if we He just said him, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. He just promised. He, he, promised. <laughs> he, he did promise. <laughs> but, hey, he could be like, ah, you know what? I don't have time for Whoops. you. Listen, Peons. I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna, just gonna jump around a little bit, hit some highlights before right. we have to sign off. Let's do it. it is we do have to sign off. Yes. So just wanted to thank Marty Grabstein again for everyone who was able to join us last week. Marty Saturday. was amazing. Marty Grabstein, the voice of courage, the cowardly dog, was here. Um, you know, there were a ton of people who came to see him and they also got to enjoy the stash, a ton of people who came to the stash and were blown away when they got to meet him. It was it was a wild day. I don't know how the man has any voice left whatsoever. Um, but he was thoroughly charming, um, just the nicest, nicest person, mm -hmm. and uh, and it was a pleasure. It was always, it was always, it's always great to have him in the house. So thank you, Marty, for coming. Uh, July second, Saturday, July second. That's in a little over two weeks. Chris Campana is going to be here. Chris Campana, for those of you, um, Chris Campana Art, um, Chris Campana dot, uh, period Art. You want to go check him out on the website. He is an extraordinary artist, comic book artist, and storyteller. Yeah, he's see him. Be in yeah, see him before he hits big, folks, because he is. He's I mean, going he's, to. He's overdue to hit. He's, so he's already done a bunch of titles that mm -hmm. everyone is going to recognize, and he but he's going to be like one of those superstar artists that they're like, I saw him at the stash before he became a big shot. Yeah. And he'll never go back there again. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's attracting. Let me just say, we can't give any kind of details but he's attracted the attention of some pretty big um pretty big time oh my god yeah. and uh and he will be harder and harder to book as time goes on so we are delighted that he's going to mm -hmm. be able to join us on Jan on J january july 2nd saturday july 2nd so please come out and see chris you'll see us start to put some stuff out there on he'll be here from too. noon till 12 yeah noon to 12, just like 11, everybody or 11 to 12 yeah whenever he decides to show he'll be here from 11 to 5 actually open the door for him yeah uh he's going to be doing an in-store uh he's going to be doing commissions he'll mm -hmm. be doing head sketches uh you can buy original art from him Absolutely. uh he's gonna have prints he'll do a signing it's uh chris is a great guy and a fantastic artist you're not going to be and he disappointed just, and he's doing a special variant cover exclusively for, for yeah. yes for uh for comic nights Ooh. and the secret stash jay and silent bob secret stash death dealer number two which for, is amazing and for those of you who don't know who aren't familiar with death dealer although probably most of you are go look it up um frank frazetta frank frazetta uh, yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. say less then we have mike mccone we're still trying to nail down a date because you know calendar stuff is always fun and in october for spooktober we have richard davis author and creator of cult of dracula coming in on october 1st alton simpson october 29th we've got a couple other um good folks in the works that we're um that we're working on some dates for so we will uh, are we married you know. to spooktober 
No, you don't like it. You think it's dumb. Shocktober. Shocktober? Oh, maybe Shocktober. I like that. I like Shocktober. I like like Shocktober too. All right. It's now Shocktober. See how easy life can be when you just just agree to agree. Um, Is that all the housekeeping? Yeah, just one one more thing. For those of you who haven't had a chance to, actually two more things. Haven't had a chance, three more things. Haven't had a chance to check out the the newly revamped JayAndSilentBob.com site. Um, Tommy Lincoln and his crew did a phenomenal job at Stay Fresh. They did a phenomenal job. Go check it out. I think you're going to love it. We love it. It is a cool new site. It is a very cool new site. Um, We invite you to um, jump on Discord for the Local 404. You may have seen some uh, social media posts going out with a link to Discord. Local 404, if you don't know what it is, please go check out um, uh, social media. You'll be able to see lots of folks have been posting Mm -hmm. the mission statement. Um, but very briefly, it is a um, it is a completely volunteer uh, uh, effort on the you know part of fans um, for Viewisk Universe and Smodco mm-hmm. um, to be and make sure that every live event is welcoming and um, and everyone gets the most out of it. So please go check that out. And just one little thing, I'm just so excited. We have a couple of new items, stash exclusive merch that we're working on. Um, I will be uh, as we get um, approvals and start to move along, be posting a little bit more about that. So that for those of you who are the collectors in us um, and are interested, um, you'll be seeing more of that mm-hmm. soon. And uh, anyone can be a reservist here at Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. You can make Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash your local comic book store because we will ship anywhere um, in, in the, the continental, continental United US. States. Well, we I'm not. Will. Sorry, if you're in Hawaii, you're shit out of luck. You're in Alaska. For now. For now. Well, I mean. Yeah. If you're in Hawaii, you're probably not reading comic books. So that's a that's a, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be lounging on the beach. My idea of wow. of paradise is reading Hawaii. comic books yeah. on the beach. So I and mean, we've actually had actually, if you're looking for a nice gift, we actually had a few months ago. We've had several more since then. Uh, someone called the store and said that they were looking for um, the best gift for their fiance and called up and signed them up as a reservist. Yeah. And then oh, that's cool. Gifted them, said, hey, you get to call the stash and set up your pull list. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was, yeah. So it, 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 it turned out to be really nice. Yeah. The guy was super excited. And Chris Hewitt, uh, look in your mailbox for in the next week. Christopher Hewitt, uh, I'm calling it out. You, you're getting a, uh, he, he signed up. He's got some books coming to him. And, Fantastic. uh, I've also got a, a special little surprise for you, buddy. Also, uh, you hear it first from Ed Weird. He is a reservist. Their packing is great, and the customer service is fantastic. Yes, so- we. Oh, <laughs> although we did screw Edward out of a comic book, it was my fault. Sorry, buddy. It I was making a- us look great, <laughs> Wait, and then you decided <laughs> no, to just I'm, be like, I'm, I'm going to tell him the problem. It's a cell, it's a cell phone. It's no, a cell it's phone. my fault, and we're taking care of it, Edward. We'll have a, a little something, something extra in your box, too. So. <laughs> Oh, See, man. that's where the the uh, the customer service being fantastic kicks in. Mm. We admit our mistakes and we rectify them. Oh, they, you know, no, nice See? little fix. Yes, I, I could dig. Can that. we can we uh, go up to uh, who is that? Aaron. Aaron, where is he? Um, is it over here? No, he's up a little bit more. Aaron, uh, the one that I pointed out to you. Oh, the khakis yeah. thing. No, 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 not the khakis thing. Hold on, go down a little bit. Uh, Looking for a comment, people. One comment, just one second. Um, no, it's not even here anymore. I hope you didn't delete it. It said, um, uh, litigious. Um, oh, oh, I know where that is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Lit- litigious. Remember no, your audience. audience. Remember Sorry, folks. Yeah, I'm guilty of my, I'm, I'm hoisted by my own petard. Oh, well. <laughs> now. I don't know yes, my audience. Yes, Mr. Cordes, you were going to. Before gonna... we go. Yes. There is something I wanted to show you, Mike. Excellent. Because I, I know you are 
Star Trek fan. I am. You do enjoy the next generation. I enjoy uh, I enjoy the entire uh, galaxy of Star Trek. I enjoy the Way entire better galaxy answer. of Star Wars. I'm I'm not an either or kind of guy. And you know what? That's what I'm trying to I'm trying to like make people understand. It's not either or. Don't make people make you believe that just because you're a Star Wars guy doesn't mean you can't appreciate Star Trek. Facts. If you're a DC Comics guy, you can't enjoy Marvel or the Independence. I'm call- for God's sakes, I'm calling think out for one yourself, of my people. I'm calling out one of my best friends, Dimitri, who always gives me shit because I say I'm a Star Trek fan because he loves Star Wars. I'm like, you can be both. You you can you, you can, can be you both. You can be a fan of both. You can be a fan of and. Be a fan of all of them, even uh, I don't know Battlestar Galactica. Although, why you want to go there? The original, not the the really cool remake back in the two thousands, which knows? was amazing. But I bring it up yes. because you are also like me, a fan of animation. Love so cartoons. There's a I'm blank. It's probably in the video, but there's a company on YouTube that took some Star Trek Next Generation audio <laughs> and turned it into. Uh, Star Trek, the animated series. That is animation. so awesome. Can they do and that with our, our podcast? The, I Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. How fantastic. Would that so be? I wanted to show you because if anyone was going to dig it, it was going to be you. Take, gonna and be you're going to watch it with us, people. Take watch a, it with us, folks. Take a look at this. Directed deck nine. Damage report. Structural latching system integrity breached. Prepare to take us out of here, number one. Fire up the engines, half impulse till we clear the nebula, then punch it up to warp nine. Ready phases, load forward torpedo bays. Engage. Warp tractor beam is attempting to lock on. Fire at will. Continue rotating shield frequency. Shields failing. failing. Tractor beam has locked locked on. I love the mouth. Take that suck hole. (laughs) (laughs) Punch him in the face. (laughs) Oh, you think he's going to do that? He heard you. Oh, no. It'd be really like you suck. <laughs> and I think you're right. It's I love this. Oh, this is amazing. Maintain pursuit. Maintain pursuit. Why did it have to be Earth? That was awesome <laughs> i knew you'd love oh, that man. I, someone had sent me that uh yesterday and i was geeking at it that's i was like filmation shit and that's like oh my god i love that 
I I love everything about that because they also got the shading right. Yeah. Like the cells had like just that little bit of shadow that uh-huh. like just sold its cheapness. I love everything about you know, that. It would be shirt. really cool if they had the A's, but the, the A on his uh, chest being gold and then sometimes being like just white. Oh, no, miscolored. That would be fantastic. I, um, I That was made by a company, uh, Gazette Creations, I believe. If I'm Let's not give a tip to the I, hat. Of- I, hold on. I have it up on. I have it here. Oh, just uh, uh, gazelle automations. Gazelle automations. Okay. Awesome. Gazelle, you guys are the best. We love you. We That was amazing. That but was I had fantastic. to show you. I think that'll be the end of our show then. That's fantastic. We made that work. We did. Holy cow. That was awesome. Thank you guys for Thanks, another everybody. awesome episode week. of Folks, Live from the Secret Stash. I can't wait to see you next see week. See you next week. Absolutely. Most Thank definitely. you so much. Next week, uh, we're going to have Chris Campana on. And uh, you guys, enjoy. Take care. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>